I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, September 20th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, this is a fun one. Crayola, the company empowering artistic kids with 64 crayon boxes since 1958, is now selling flowers. Now, Crayola Flowers doubles as a fundraising platform with up to 50% of every sale donated to the charity of the customer's choice. That's all pretty nice, Jay. Are you going to be using Crayola Flowers for upcoming anniversary, maybe? I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. That actually sounds pretty interesting. I wonder if the flowers are in like Crayola colors. Like, can you order like burnt sienna flowers for your loved ones? Yeah, exactly. So that you can, and I think it's a neat idea. That's exactly what it is, though. You can put flowers in different colors that are Crayola inspired. And I'm not sure if this is going to be a permanent thing or if it's a test or who knows what it is. But I like the idea. I think it's interesting. You know, it's it's fun. I think it's fun when companies try to just like when Tim Hortons is now selling their weird clothes. I think that's cool too. I think it's cool when brands do interesting stuff. I think it's cool too. I do like how you use the word permanent in there because Crayola also makes markers that are not permanent. So I like how you like all about Crayola in this intro, bro. Yeah, wow, you're going a layer deeper, Jay, than I was even thinking. But that's why you're on the pod. That's right, because I bring out the I bring out the depth. Brett, aside from what Crayola is up to with their flowers, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, the Bank of Canada has a lot more work to do. For our second story, the UN takes a temperature check. And for our last story, AI is a side hustle sidekick. For our first story, if the Bank of Canada is looking for a new mantra during these trying times, might we suggest what goes up? must come down to the 2% inflation target. Brett, what are we talking about? So Canada's inflation rate in August jumped to 4% from 3.3% in July, increasing the odds of a rate hike at the BOC's next meeting on October 25th. To make matters worse, core measures that filter out extreme price changes also rose to 4% from 3.75%. According to a note by Scotiabank economist Derek Holt, the ongoing narrative that mortgage interest and gas prices are driving inflation is, and this is a quote, Complete, utter rubbish. Both have been largely excluded from the Bank of Canada's preferred measures. Meanwhile, grocery prices, which have come under fire this week, actually cooled to 6.9%. And it matters because, according to Holt, the Bank of Canada is facing a serious credibility problem. Recent surveys show that consumers and businesses have little faith that the bank will achieve its 2% inflation target anytime soon, which presents a risk to Canadian markets and institutions. The big picture is that Canadians are still feeling price increases where it hurts most. That's shelter. Rent was up 6.5% year over year compared to 5.5% in July. And mortgage interest costs are up over 80% since the Bank of Canada started raising interest rates and they continue to rise. At three Canadian banks, 20% of residential mortgage borrowers are seeing their balances grow as their monthly payments no longer cover the interest they owe. And here's the bottom line. A lot could change after a fresh round of economic data due next month. But between accelerating wage gains, collective bargaining pressures, falling labor productivity, and unexpectedly high integration numbers, a rate pause is starting to feel, well, unlikely. For our second story, as the 2023 UN General Assembly enters its final day, member nations are trying to find a way to get a passing grade on the world's hardest group project. And what is that, Jay? That group project. This year's assembly has been called a halftime summit as the UN checks in on the 17 sustainable development goals it aims to achieve by 2030. At the midway point, UN nations are currently on track to meet zero of these goals, Brett. Yeah, before the assembly convened, the UN Secretary Antonio Guterres pleaded with member nations to come together and devise a rescue plan for the goals. 
Now, to catch you up, the far-reaching, ambitious, some have argued too ambitious, set of goals includes everything from ending hunger to achieving gender equality to protecting marine wildlife, with each of the 17 goals divided into a more quantifiable set of sub-targets. Of the 169 sub-targets that make up the goals, only 15% are on track to succeed, while 48% are off track, and another 37% have stalled or gotten even worse. And it matters because the limited progress is indicative of surprise calamities like the pandemic, inflation, and war in Ukraine that have become bigger priorities for the UN members. It also represents deteriorating cooperation between nations to work together on big, big problems. And to zoom out, (laughs) failure to reach these goals won't just be a symbolic L loss for the UN. It will mean that over 600 million remain in extreme poverty. Average global temperatures will have risen past the 1.5 Celsius benchmark, and attaining gender equality is still 300 years away. That's not good trends, Brett. But for our third story, looking to put some extra muscle into your side hustle? Look no further than our robot friends. Here's what's driving the news. A new Morgan Stanley survey found that the incomes of gig workers who use generative AI were 21% higher compared to those who didn't. The report's most optimistic reading projects AI to add $1.4 trillion to the side hustle economy by 2030. Image generators have made it easy to create social media content. Copilot has made coding apps and websites a breeze. And chatbots like ChatGPT are being used for everything from predicting stock market movement to making Etsy wine glasses. And it matters because, well, I'm not sure if you've heard, Jay, but there is a cost of living crisis as more people take on extra work. An H&R Block survey found that 28% of Canadians now have side hustles, up from just 13% in 2022. AI could be an invaluable part of the Grindset toolkit. Which brings us to the bottom line. The report offers a compelling counter-narrative to the prevalent AI will take our jobs and leave us destitute fear, but take it with a grain of salt. The Financial Times warns the report uses some imperfect info and some sources could have overhyped how much AI helped their earnings. Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good Wednesday, Peak Pals. And Brett, may I indulge you? I have a shout out. I was approached by a Peak Daily fan on Tuesday. David Cote of Northern Helm loves the podcast, apparently listens with his wife every day. So shout out to David and his wife. Thank you, David. David.